Hi there, this is Catherine. Thanks you for listening to my SEO Tips micro podcast. So before we get into today's SEO tip, I just wanted to share with you the ways you can support the podcast if you're enjoying all the tips and finding them useful. So you can send me a donation at buymeacoffee.com slash Catherine W. Ong, O-N-G. And that's Catherine with a K. Any and all levels of donation are appreciated. It will help me offset the cost of producing the podcast. So that's buymeacoffee.com slash K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-W-O-N-G. I'd also encourage you to subscribe to our email list to make sure you're not missing any future episodes or any other news about the SEO Tips podcast. And to do that, you'd go to wostrategies.com slash newsletter. Okay, on with today's tip. Let's talk about how to show up on Google Discover. Hello, and thanks for listening to SEO Tips today. So Google has recently made updates to their help documentation about Google Discover, and here's a summary of the updates. Um, they mentioned there's an increase sort of emphasis on EAT, expertise, authority, and trust. They also mentioned that you should ensure that your page title is accurate and not optimized for clickbait. They mentioned that the content related to your audience current interests and content that provides unique insights or tells a story well would be shown the most. Content that has clear bylines, dates, author information, and information about the publisher, which makes sense because you need to match Google news guidelines in order to be in Google Discover. And that the content should have compelling, high-quality images. So you might not know, but Google Discover actually powers the interesting feed section on mobile as well. So um, it's really important as you're thinking about Google Discover to think about how Discover is focused on transitioning searchers from just straight-up answers to journeys. So providing answers depending on the user's um, learning journey in a very visual way. We know that Google Discover uses the topic layer to provide information to its users. So if you're not conducting topic and subtopic research while you're writing, you should. So here's a couple of uh, DIY options to build out content that's well optimized for topics and subtopics. So you can look at the people also ask for a query. And I love the Chrome SEO Minion plugin here, which allows you to export every people also ask for a particular query. You can also use Google Cloud's natural language API and demo to top to check the top ranking copy and the known entities that you might want to mirror from your competitors and then you might want to mirror in your own copy. Uh, you can look for the topics outlined in Google Images or Pinterest. Uh, you can also use a content brief tool powered by uh, AI and natural uh, language processing software like MarketMuse or Content Harmony. You can also check to see which topics Google suggests to you to follow with inside Discover to see if you've missed a topic, though keep in mind it's all personalized to you. Also, nothing beats mapping out your search's journey as they learn about your topic. Um, here's a few questions you should think about as you're trying to map that out. How do you educate your searcher from the initial discovery through a deep understanding of your topic and ultimately becoming a brand advocate? And how do you do that while keeping those visuals front and center? Remember, as you create these topics and subtopics, you should make sure you're linking them together so Google can find them and potentially surface them. HubSpot calls this a, a pillar page strategy and make sure all those pieces obviously have photos and videos. Um, and as I had mentioned before, I've got a link on my website to the Google News um, content quality guidelines to make sure your writer's aware of those. They're pretty obvious, but um, having a clear author is part of that. Um, so to get started in figuring out a strategy for you, you might want to take a look at the traffic you're currently getting from Discover in Google Search Console. There's a report in there, um, especially since clicks to those pieces will be recorded as direct in your Google Analytics. So Google Search Console is the only place to find this data. 
So you might want to look to see how your site appears, what content's appearing, particularly what the click-through rate might be for your Discover pieces. You might actually find this a lot higher than what you're getting from search and start brainstorming about how you might be able to create more content in that similar vein. I also highly recommend that you add this data to your monthly reporting and particularly your video content brainstorming. Um, and if your brand has a knowledge card showing in Google Discover with a follow, which I think is for topics, and a notification bell, which I think is for brand updates, though it possibly could be YouTube updates. It was hard for me to figure out. Um, you might want to actually tell your email list, if you have one of those, that they should go find you and click that follow or click that notification update. So anyway, that's your tip for today for how to see how much engagement you're currently getting from Google Discover and create a plan to get a little bit more traffic from that Google source. Thanks for listening. Come back tomorrow for another SEO tip.